the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello. I never say that. Yes. Hello. It's a greeting. Yes. Have you said hello to anyone today? Most people are so rude these days. I was telling a cashier, the cashiers don't even greet customers anymore. Have you experienced that? I know you have. Going in the grocery store and they just start ringing up your stuff. No greeting, no hello, no how are you, nothing. And then the next thing you know, there's a total amount on the screen. That cashier has yet to speak. I know that's happened to you before. Yes, it's happened to me. It happens to me often. But I'm that Christian one, and I have to take the seat of my Christianity first. I was talking to someone, and I told her, most Christians don't take the seat of Christian first. We take the seat of judge Mm-hmm. And we haven't even gone to law school and gone through the process. Right. You know what type of judge I'm talking about. That type of judge, the one that says what Jesus said, don't do. Judge what? Not. Don't do it. Don't judge. Why are you judging the cashier? You don't know what they went through right before you got in their line. You don't know what they're going through in their personal life, and they had to come to work, and they have to deal with you. Yes, I said deal with you. Well, that's their job. Okay, are you the most perfect on your job? Do you have to deal with various personality types? On your job? What is your job? What was your job? Maybe you did. Well, take all of those wonderful, grandiose experiences of yours and reverse that curse. Yeah, you've heard that one, church people. Uh Uh-huh. Good little Christians. The curse has been not just reversed, but broken because Jesus came and died for all of that. Now, what's that got to do with hello? I'm back to that. Because most of us are rude. Yes, I said it. Mm-hmm. You want to challenge me? You're welcome to do it. I love those emails. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Because right here on Carrying the Burden, this is a big month for us. Who's us? The caregivers. Well, why? Because this is one of those months where we as caregivers need support more than ever. Why? Because May is Stroke Awareness Month, and that's my month. Why? Because my mom had the stroke 22 and a half years ago. My life changed, and it wasn't necessarily miraculously. It was kind of a... Yeah, just a downpour of rainfall felt like floods and all. Yeah, it was way too much for me because I was clueless. I'm going to be the one that's honest and say I didn't really understand stroke. Do you? Most people don't. Most people think that a stroke is some type of heart attack. I've had so many definitions and people tell me, and in my life experience in surveying people, I would say about 
20% of people actually know what a stroke is, medically speaking. So if we just go to what I call the local neighborhood, forget the doctors. No offense, doctors. We need you. We appreciate you. But everybody didn't go to medical school. So I'll take your neighborhood definition. And as long as you say something to the effect that there's been some type of let's say, blood flow to the brain that's been constricted, restricted, lost, whatever you want to do to explain that. I'm good. Here's the post-effects, though. Yeah, nobody knows what happens next. And so sometimes when you're stuck in that place of ignorance, you don't know what to think after that. All they know is, yeah, that's the one where somebody's face, like, droops on the side. I said, well, it can, and not always, Oh, okay, but that's the one where people, like, they can't use one side of their body, right, sometimes. Already we have dynamics going. What are those dynamics? It depends. And I decided for Stroke Awareness Month right here on Carrying the Burden, we are giving our shout-outs to the what I call Strokeites and their caregivers. Woohoo! That's where the applause goes. Why? Because I am... The only one left (laughs) in my family to take care of my mother. Oh, your family passed away? No. Did you hear what I said? I'm the only one left to take care of her. So mm, those of you that listen often, you know, my only child, wonderful stories and great life. Yeah. Call me spoiled. It doesn't matter. But what does matter is I am the only one left actively participating in my mother's care, primarily. What does that mean? So if I die today, uh-oh, hey, it's, it sounds morbid already because I said death, yes. But think about it. Have you thought about it? Most people don't think about it. I wasn't thinking about it. My mom had a stroke. I'll never forget the call. I've told you that story right here on Carrying the Burden. My grandmother called me and said, Lorraine, your mom has had a stroke. You're going to have to come home. And you know that story. Yeah, yeah, Grandma, I'll get a red-eye flight because I was living down in Georgia. That's how they say it, down in the South. And I was like, yeah, I'll be on a red-eye and I'll get out there. And she said, no, no, no. You're going to have to come home. And my grandmother was strong but somewhat soft-spoken. And whenever she slowed down her speech, that meant you better get ready for that Popeye punch because it was coming. And she explained to me, slowly but surely, how my mother would need intensive care long term. It was that type of stroke. So the first thing I challenge you to do, people out there listening, first of all, are you a stroke candidate? Oh, wait a minute. This kind of, wait a minute, stroke candidate. What do you mean? Yeah, just like politicians run for offices, that's going on, that's hot right now, right? Yeah, and everybody's talking about our president and how old he is and, oh, he's not fit. And, hey, I don't have any judgment here. But what I do say is that, yes, the older you become, the more likely that you can have a stroke based on lifestyle. But it's not just limited to lifestyle. Did you know that a baby can have a stroke? Yes, I told you, there's all types of strokes. You need to understand first what it is. And moreover, the causes. And my favorite part, are you a candidate for stroke? Uh Uh-huh. Are you running for that position of stroke 
Ite. That's right, Strokeites. That's who you are. That's what I've called you for a long time right here on Carrying the Burden. If you've had a stroke, then you should reach out to me, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. Share your story. This month, we are going to talk about that just a little more as to what do the caregivers do? I'm not here to teach you how to take care of somebody with stroke. Oh, you're not? No. Well, what, what are you about to talk about then? First of all, I'm here to say I'm a survivor as a person that's a caregiver of someone that has had a stroke. So I'm not here to teach the stroke guides, the potential stroke guides, the stroke candidates, none of that, how to live your life. No, there's too much information out there. We live in this wonderful world called World Wide Web. It can be scary for some, overwhelming for others, unbelievable for that other category. They call it fake news, I believe. Yeah, but for some of us, the, the, the people like me that kind of have to look for things like symptoms. Mm, what is this? What's going on? Yeah, I, I look to the Internet. Yeah, we used to have that big medical reference book back in the day. <laughs> Does anybody remember that? Some of you still have it in your home. Don't be ashamed. But the problem with that book sitting on your shelf from 1965, some of that information is still credible. It's still true. It's still correct. But... Have you gotten the latest statistics, the latest updates? Have you looked online? Have you talked to even your doctor to say, are there some other considerations for us that might be candidates for stroke? Uh, My dad had a stroke, and I heard that sometimes that can be hereditary. The stroke itself isn't necessarily hereditary, but the high blood pressure is. Yeah. Who has it more? Ready? Men? Or women has what more? Has it the high blood pressure? Oh, well, if you want to just sit around and gossip, us ladies, we might tell you it's us. We're under more stress and pressure than these guys out here. And we could go on and gab and yab for days. But the statistics keep showing that men usually have strokes more than women. Now, it's not much of a difference based on all the research I've done, but Yeah, it's out there showing that men are more likely to have strokes. Also, heart attacks, but that's another show. We're focusing on strokes. Strokes are not heart attacks. Say it slowly. Strokes are not heart attacks. But oftentimes, this is why people get them confused. They work conjunctively. Now, I'm not a medical professional. I told you that. I'm not a medical professional. I've said that many days on this show. What I am, though, is the person that is the medic for my mother. Now, that's a different category. Look up the word medic and get back to me. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. In the meantime, what you can do is pay attention. That's the first thing. Help. That's the second thing. And forgive. Wait a minute. Those are heavy. Pay attention. Help. Forgive. Oh, my goodness. That's some heavy stuff. Pay attention to what? Well, first of all, who do you have around you that could possibly be a stroke in your world? Is it your dad? Um, Did his dad pass away of a stroke as a result of the stroke initially? Maybe it's your mom. Figure out your family's genetics concerning health. That's the first thing. Is it you? Are you nervous now? Are you upset with me? Are you offended? Okay, good. This is a good offense. Just like in sports, yeah. Sometimes certain offense is good offense. And you're going to be able to take a look at your own life Look at three areas besides paying attention. Yeah, okay, paying attention. And then what? Getting some help. What kind of help? Well, we're going to talk about that. 
And then most of all, my favorite part, forgiving yourself or the other person. So paying attention can be categorically complicated, but the first thing you need to pay attention to, hey, don't judge, just pay attention. Is your dad, your wife, your mom, your sister overeating? What does that have to do with stroke? Well, see, people can be, this is going to kind of give you some mm, food for thought. I like that one, Todd, food for thought. (laughs) So, It's not necessarily that they have to be obese to overeat. Whoa, wait a minute. Is this some phenomenon? No. Overeating can fall in certain categories. Whoa. Yeah, like salt. Have you ever seen that person that just out of habit, they pick up the salt and they haven't even tasted the food, but because of how they grew up, they saw their dad doing, they pick up the salt. That's what they did at dinner. And now that's all they do. And now they have taste buds for food that must be on, let's call it mm, a certain level of saltiness. Let's let's be nice about it. And if the food isn't at that level of saltiness, they have to add more salt. Even if they taste it first, it's like, ah, it needs more salt. Well, salt is one of the components that can contribute to high blood pressure. See, because high blood pressure can also be genetic. I told you that. You can be born with it. It just runs in the family. Sorry. It runs in my family, so I have to do everything I have to do to avoid it, such as what? Exercise regularly, not like once a month. (laughs) Cardio of any kind. Did you know that cleaning can be cardio? I'm not limiting you, but I'm trying to help you not make excuses. And I'm not talking about getting the feather duster and walking around the house, although it can be a start if it's a mentality. However, but I'm talking about spring cleaning. Spring is here. Have you cleaned out your garage lately? Have you noticed after a while you go, whoo, whoo, this is a lot of work. I didn't realize. Right. But you're also burning calories and you're lowering the possibility for stroke because you're getting those blood vessels moving. So is this a guilt show today? No. It's a reminder that stroke is real in Stroke Awareness Month this May. And it's possible that it could affect you. Maybe not today. It could be later. Or maybe like my mother, it has affected someone you know, someone you take care of, someone you love. And now what do you do? Well, when the person has the stroke, there are lots of, let's say, acronyms out there that you look for. My favorite is FAST. Like some people drive really fast on the freeway or... My grandma used to call certain girls fast when I was growing up. That was kind of like a colloquial for stay away from those gals. Okay, fast. It's an acronym. So F is face. This is all for stroke matters, okay? F is face. And this is kind of what happened to my mom, but she was alone. Yeah, no one there. Arm is the next one for the A. S is for the speech, Now that T, we're going to come right back to that T. So if you're having a stroke, what does that look like? Um, It doesn't always look like your face is drooping, but it can. And if it's drooping tremendously, that's definitely a sign of a stroke coming on or that it has already been happening. Yeah, it's a sign. Can you recover from the droopy face, they call it? Yes. But usually when the stroke is coming on, the droopy face is in full effect. Have you noticed that? So watch this. You're looking for the droopy face. The droopy face. Okay, the droopy face. You remember that dog and the cartoons? Yeah. And then the arm. What about the arm? Well, my mom's arm is still paralyzed. Totally. Total left arm paralysis is the medical description. 
And what does that mean? Um, well, that's the indicator for those of you that don't know. Strokes usually most times happen on either side of the brain, although multiple strokes and many strokes can occur all over the brain. But in my mother's case, she had a right side of her brain stroke. So always remember, it's the polar opposite. Now, when you're in the crisis in that moment, you don't have time to remember all of these details. Just remember fast. Face, arm. Okay, what about the arm? It stops working. It stops moving. It's like, wait, it's paralyzed. Right. That's not a good sign. I, I tell people, look, get the phone, start dialing 911. You don't have time to try to figure it out. Just get on the phone and let the paramedics, the firefighters who we really love and usually show up before paramedics in these types of crisis, let them do the work because they're trained professionals. You are already about to go under, and I'm talking about way under, from the stress, the mental, emotional, and physical stress of what your life could become as a result of stroke. Yes, because the S is not for stroke. The S is for speech. Can you get them to talk to you? Mm, No? Okay. Yeah. Are they slowful in their words? Is their speech? (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not some foreign language. That's called speech impairment. That is the S, speech, and I told you we'd get back to the T. I already mentioned it. Time! Get to it! You don't have time to sit there and figure it all out. As soon as you see that face and arm, that's the time to get on the phone and listen for the speech because time matters. It really does. I believe that in my heart that my mother, even though we literally lived less than a block, and I'm talking less than a block, from the fire station, love you all forever, But they got there, but they had to figure out how to get in my mom's house. My mom's house had bars. Remember those from the 70s? Yeah. So they had to go through her upstairs window on the backside, which didn't have bars. Yes, the firefighters had to climb through, bust through the window. Yeah, all of that takes time. And guess what? They found her there lying on the floor. And at that point, she was passed out. So I know some of you are wondering, well, how did they know to come? I didn't call them. I I told you I was down in Georgia. I I was living in Atlanta. Uh, My grandmother actually called. Well, how did your grandma call? Because my grandma got the call from my mom. See, what happens is when we're in what I call panic, frantic, okay, usually we call our loved ones first. My grandfather did the same thing. He called me when my grandmother had the stroke. I told you this happens often. We call our loved ones first. No, call 911. Call them immediately and then let them do the rest. Then you call the loved ones. Yes, get the people that can help you there first. That's the order. Think fast. Face, arm, speech, time, and then get them there as fast as you can. Who's them? We live in San Diego. We're so blessed. We're so fortunate and privileged. Now, if you live way out in Bonzel or somewhere like that, I get it. But in the meantime, still, you're not in other states where, hey, you might not even get a paramedic to your home, not even one in their car. Yeah, because some areas in America, yeah, they don't even have paramedics that go to certain areas. We're so blessed. We're just privileged in San Diego. So take advantage of the time that you have while you're well, while you're alive, in your right and good mind to think this through. Most people are like, I don't want to think about that. 
No, you need to think about it. Now, plan ahead. Our Bible gives us so much wisdom in the book of Proverbs about planning. Now, some planning serves no purpose, but this type of planning is preparation planning. It doesn't mean that it will go the way you plan, but hopefully because you deposited some information in your head and your mind and your soul, spirit, it'll come out. And most of all, I like to add my own little acronym. Um, you know, it's kind of that old one you heard. They call it PUSH. Pray until something happens. So in the meantime, while you're waiting for whoever, firefighters, paramedics, someone to come and assist you, come to your rescue, pray until something happens. Now, in the meantime, go to your doctor's office and say, hey, do I have high blood pressure? Is there a possibility I could have it based on the things that uh, my chart shows it, my history, because they have the information. Some of us don't want to hear the truth. And then what happens when you don't hear the truth? Think about that. You're not free. You're bound. I've got a Bible that pretty much says that for you. Yes, we can always challenge each other. I call it the Bible sword uh, Yeah, competition. So you remember those? Yeah, <laughs> the Bible is our sword. And I'm always ready to fight with the sword of the Spirit because that's what my Bible says I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be ready. Every day, all day, I'm supposed to be able to just take that word of God, fight with it. And my word of God tells me not only to pray, not only to give thanks, but I also have to prepare. So for Stroke Awareness Month, make sure you prepare a plan for yourself, for your loved ones. What about the ones that live out of state? Do you have a neighbor, a friend? Who are you going to call? Do you know the number there? How do you call 911 for people out of state, for your dad who lives in Montana? I don't know. Do you? Well, maybe I do know, but do you know? I don't. So in the meantime, find out. Have a plan. Some people call these plans vial of life. Now, most vial of life packets usually have things like medicines, and that's good. You need to know, hey, what does that take? Because that's one of the first questions from the firefighters. Do you know their meds? They're looking for information that will help them understand, is this stroke? Is this heart attack? Is it a combination? Because they speak what I call medicine. Yes, the firefighters, they pretty much speak formal medicine. What does that mean? They know the names of your prescriptions and know, oh, yeah, that's for heart. Oh, yeah, that's for blood pressure. Oh, yeah. Yes, they do. Ask your local firefighters. They're pretty... uh Yeah, in tune with your medicine. So have a vial of life. What is that? A packet that shows, hey, I need to know what my dad's meds are in case of anything, in case of emergency. And I also need to know what? The name of the doctor. You'd be surprised at how many children don't know the name of their parents. Doctors. Notice I said doctors. And vice versa. There are a lot of older people that don't know the names of their Children, they're adult children that are in their 30s, in their 40s, and sometimes their 50s. They don't know the names of their doctors. And then the expectation is, um, well, I thought you knew. Well, I thought you knew. And then the blame game. So I had to think about this last night about how important is this for our listeners to know. Well, I prayed about it. And the Lord left me with two scriptures as I ended my prayer, and I was like, oh, okay, God, I get it. I get it. So one of them I've known for some years, but I told you, growing up, I learned a lot of scriptures in song. Yes, singing in the choir. So if you're singing in the choir at your church or if you have children, put them in the choir. They can learn the Bible. A lot of scriptures 
are in songs that we sing, but we don't find out until later. It doesn't matter as long as you know them, right? One of my favorites that I have depended on since I learned this in the choir, um, God has not given us a spirit of what? Fear. So in a panic frantic, you shouldn't have fear because if you do wrong, you should have what? Faith. That's what some of my champions in the Bible taught. Billy Graham, Charles Stanley, love them. The beloveds, they taught us those things. You replace fear with faith? How do you do that? Well, first of all, read the Bible and find out what faith is. Secondly, the faith is in the Lord, not just something good, not the universe. Did you catch that? I hope you did. If you're depending on the universe, wrong sourcing. Get with me, connect at LorraineCarroll.com, and I can help you with that. In the meantime, we're going to be talking about some things that are heavy. This is May, Stroke Awareness Month. Yes, do what you need to do. God has not given you the spirit of fear. That's the first thing. So don't be afraid to talk to your family. That's the first thing. Second thing, God hasn't given you the spirit of fear. So who gave you that spirit? Oh, did she? Yes, I did. I called him out. Satan, the accuser, he gives you the spirit of fear. You want to rumble about it? Yeah, try it without the Bible. Go for it. Yeah, the spirit of fear comes from Satan, the accuser, father of all lies. Take some time, gather your faith, even if it's mustard seed, and do what? Pray, figure out a plan for your family, an action plan, whether they're local, out of state, even out of the country, yes. Figure it out. Know what the route is. Know who to call until we meet again. Because, hey, it's not promised that I'm going to be on this show by next week. I have to do what I have to do. Remember I was talking about that salt? I was never allowed to eat salt growing up. Never. I had to use pepper. Period. So for me, it was pretty easy. But for somebody else, that's tough. But it's also called self-control. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power. He's got the power of love. He is love. And most of all, a sound mind. Sound mind means self-control. No salt. Watch it. Get to working out. Hey, are you doing yard work? That is a way to reduce calories and lower your blood pressure. You've been listening to Carrying the Burden. Why? Because I've been carrying my mom on my back. No, no, no. I care about the burden that you carry for your loved one. You get it? I care. Do you care? Keep caring and keep listening to Carrying the Burden right here on KPRZ 1210 AM. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.